In this life, you gotta pick sides. Life is too damn short to stay on the fence. Being neutral is for, let's face it, wimps and cowards. I have no time to pussyfoot and beat around the bush. I may be a loudmouth, opinionated asshole, but I'm loyal, trustworthy, and you will always know where I stand. When I pick a side, I'm either too stubborn or too stupid to switch. And like a pit bull sinking teeth into a sirloin, I will not yield, I will not break, I will never abandon the ship until all is lost. This outlook trickles down to all aspects of my life. For example, I have been in this band through thick and thin for close to 22 years now. And behind the scenes, the people we surround ourselves with have been on our team for 16 to 18 years. When it comes to my likes and dislikes, I do not invest my fandom into anything fleetingly. Once it's earned, it remains. So when I got into the rock group KISS at the age of six, little did I know it would permanently change my course. My parents prayed my fascination for the band would be a passing phase, but it never went away and instead grew and grew. Admittedly, the excitement has faded with age. I'm not exactly bursting at the seams like I did when I was 11 watching Lick It Up on TV. But my fandom remains for this entity that has stayed with me my entire life. If one dares take a deeper step into the minutiae of the KISS world, one will find a subculture that is absurd, amusing, but fascinating. No matter how staunch a critic of the band one may be, there is no denying KISS has given us enough material to be entertained. So, I pick KISS. I picked them a long time ago. But even within the band, there are still more sides to pick. And with the public reprimand from Paul to Gene for statements Gene made regarding Prince's recent passing, it's been a bit of a family feud within the KISS army. Besides being the de, de facto leader of the band when there was no one else to man the ship, Paul's contribution music-wise is unquestionable, and his star child persona has been woven into the fabric of pop culture today. But it's also the way he publicly conducts himself that is admirable and should be seen as a template for others. Now that all four original members have released their autobiographies and each of the four sides of the story told, I can say with certainty that I am Team Paul. The reason why I'm such a big KISS fan isn't because I love everything they do. I feel it's a bit disturbing to have blind devotion and fandom for something or someone. It's equally disturbing for that entity to expect and require blind devotion from fans or supporters. So with KISS, rather it's their stumbles, their flops, their failures, alongside their colossal success that endears them to me makes them human to me, allows me to poke fun at them, and for that, they have my fandom. I wouldn't be a KISS fan if there wasn't an equal amount of absurdity to go along with KISS happenings. So while surfing through Instagram, as I'm wont to do, I discovered Gil Garcia, the number one star child lookalike in America. Let's face it, anyone can look like Paul, Gene, Ace, or Peter with the makeup on, give or take a few degrees thus the enormous amount of KISS cover bands out there, but nobody can do both, with makeup and without makeup. Gil Garcia looks exactly, exactly like Paul Stanley. 
The two are doppelgangers of each other. Paul can sub in as a Gil Garcia lookalike, and nobody would be able to tell the difference. In fact, and I've said this before, when your fandom for something like mine with Kiss has endured for so long, there's a tendency to be more fascinated and starstruck by the supporting characters of the story. We've all had our fill of Paul and Gene, and when focus is pulled to shine on other aspects of Kissology, for some reason to me, it's ten times more fascinating. That is why when I found Gil, I was wonderstruck and immediately started following him on Instagram. If you've been listening to this podcast for some time, you'll know by now that it doubles as a KISS podcast, where I've had guests like Cassius Morris of the Creatures of the Net podcast, uh, Uber KISS devotee uh, Jonathan Fenno, guitar maestro, guitar god, and, and KISS fanatic Marty Friedman, and the lovely Lydia Chris herself on the podcast to talk about the band. Now, add Gil to that list. And one of the reasons I asked Gil on is that despite it being pretty funny to see this guy who looks exactly like Paul Stanley, it isn't done disrespectfully. When you hear Gil speak of Kiss and what he does, you can tell the guy is a huge Kiss fan and only does it out of his love for the band. Makes you like the guy even more. Okay, so I have to admit, I was pretty excited to have Gil on. And listening back to this, I realized I forgot to ask him a few more questions that I should have. But still, it's a look into an aspect of Kiss, or even celebrity, that I didn't even know existed. And just the fact that there's a Paul Stanley lookalike out there who has his own Instagram profile, which is at starchildaz underscore Gil Garcia, his own Facebook page, Gil's Army, and is one half of Unmasked, the Kiss tribute to Kiss, masked slash unmasked, is for me very comforting as a Kiss fan. This is a peek into a world of rock that is underexposed, undervalued. Well, maybe it's just me, but I love this kind of stuff. Anyways, thank you for listening to this. And if you haven't already, please leave a rating and a review of the podcast. And, and thank you for all the great reviews we've had on iTunes so far. Thanks to Blue Mike Microphones and Skull Candy Headphones for supporting the podcast. Gil Garcia, the number one Star Child tribute artist, is on the podcast. And it starts now. The Tango Joe's podcast is the best around. They play the kiddies, take us, go out, tell them for free. I'm sad, glad I like to sometimes. Jimmy in from fucked up. Stop playing, hang down, down. Tango Joe's podcast. With a finger on the pulse of what's going on culturally in the world. Wait a second. That's not his finger. Logging protocol initiated. Sequencing algorithm interface. The official Danko Jones podcast uploaded. Listen with caution. Are you sitting comfortably? Then we'll begin. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Get ready, because the Danko Jones Podcast starts! Mr. Jones, 
Hey, Gil, how's it going? It's going great over here in uh, Phoenix. Nice and warm out here. Yes, yes. Is it scorching hot? You know, it's still early over here, so it's not scorching yet, but it's just a matter of time. It's a little overcast today, so it shouldn't be too bad. Well, that's good to hear. Listen, I'm I'm having you on this podcast of mine because I am fascinated by you. Awesome. I uh, like to fascinate people. I found you on Instagram, as you know, uh, a lot of people have, and you are on Instagram, starchildaz, as in Arizona, right. underscore Gil Garcia, for anybody out there who wants to check it out themselves, but... There's a lot of, you know, you know, celebrity lookalikes, impersonators, et cetera, et cetera. But you are so convincing without any makeup, without any costumes or anything. You look like the splitting image of Paul Stanley from Kiss. Then I'm doing my job well. And I'm I mean, I'm Team Paul. I've said this publicly. I've hashtag Team Paul. Paul has actually favorited my hashtag. <laughs> and um, I, I, so out of all the, the Kiss guys, Paul's my guy. So in the world of celebrity lookalikes, you're my guy too. By awesome. default. By default. Um, so I guess the first question I think I would ask you or anybody who would ask you would be, what came first? Your love of Kiss or did you become a Kiss fan after you noticed that there was some resemblance between you and Paul Stanley? The love of Kiss actually came first. Um, I think I noticed them first in grade school. It must have been like first, second grade. That's when I very first saw them, heard them. Um, it was just the whole visual just grabbed me. And so I've been a fan ever since then. Um, they have been very influential in my life and uh, the look part didn't come later on till i'd say about high school that's when somebody first noticed it and pointed it out to me and uh once you realized that you really did look a lot like paul stanley um did you did you become an uber fan like i mean did that make you become a bigger fan i mean the fact that you kind of you could sub in for the guy. Well, the pro well, the thing is, I guess I was just I, I was just always a huge fan, regardless. Um, that just made it a little bit more fun, because now I got implanted with the idea of okay, maybe I can dress up, maybe I can go out to concerts and and, and meet people that way, and so it kind of branched out from there. When when it was pointed out that you look like Paul Stanley. Did you kind of start dressing like him a little bit more? I mean, um, when was this that you you were told that you look like him? Was it was it when they had the makeup off already? Or exactly, exactly. Once they took off the makeup, um, you know, everybody just was able to see their faces now and was able to make the connection. Um, I always had long hair, but it was never really puffy or curly. It was always very straight. So I started messing around with it, puffing it up. And, um, again, I had, it was a friend of mine that pointed it out to me and then it just took off. I mean, from there, once they took off the makeup, there was not a day went by that I couldn't go anywhere without having people coming up to me and telling me that I look like him. That's amazing. And you know, and then it became even more, you know, are you him? You know, 
<laughs> well, that would lead me to another question that I think is burning on everybody's minds. Do you have, have doors been opened for you because people are convinced you're Paul Stanley? And if they have, have you played along? Have you used it to your advantage or have you always like told them, Hey, listen, I'm, I, I'm, I'm Gil. I don't take it that far. Um, there's been plenty of times when people have asked me if I am. My policy has always been, if they ask me, I'll tell them I'm not. But if they assume, then I'm going to play along with it. Right. But uh, as far as opening doors and stuff, I really try not to use it for anything like that. Um, the one thing I've always been is very respectful of the person that I'm portraying. Um, and that's another thing is that when I'm explaining to people what I do, what it is that I do, um, I immediately come to the term of impersonator. I use that only as a reference because I'm not really an impersonator. I'm not acting like him. I'm not trying to sound like him. Um, it's more of just the look. So that's really what I go for is just to bring the look. Uh, some people get it. Uh, there's a few that don't. And the ones that do get it are the ones that enjoy it and, and bring smiles to their faces. And that's what I'm looking to do. So you don't go the extra mile. You don't whip out the uh, guitar. You don't sing. You don't play guitar. Nothing like that. Not at the moment. Um, I've played in a few bands in the past. Um, it's just not something that I have time for right now. I have a full family and, uh, and that really takes up all of my time. Um, so it's not something that I want to do right now. So at the moment, I just make the special appearances wherever I can, wherever somebody has a need for me. Now, it seems that Paul Stanley is aware of you through your yes. Instagram. I've, I've seen a few uploads that you've posted with pictures of you and Paul, quotes of Paul say, talking about you. Um, what have uh, your um, uh, meetings with Paul been like? I've met Paul, um, gosh, I can't even count the, the times that I've met him. I've met him many times. Um, it's usually very quick, and it's usually more of a, you know, hello, and you look awesome, and that's pretty much really the, the gist of it. Um, it's the other guys that are, I think, a little bit more taken with it. Uh, you know, Gene, every time he sees me, Eric, they always point me out, you know, Paul Stanley, you know, they always introduce me in some way. Uh, so they get a kick out of it. Um, I know people like Sebastian Bach. You know, these people just get mind blown. Um, but Paul is pretty reserved about it. He doesn't really say a whole lot. That, I think that's just his nature. But does he knows you as Gil, though, right? Yes. So if he was to see you, he'd be like, hey, Gil, how's it going? I suppose he could. He hasn't yet. Um, like I said, it's just really quick, you know, meetings that we've had. Right. Uh, but yeah, it's not to that point, you know, where, hey, Paul, hey, Gil, you know what I mean? It's not at that level just yet. So um, KISS are an entity that have a lot of tentacles. Uh, Gene Sims especially has been known to go after people who take, who use the, the, the makeup or the logo Um now I know that you do public appearances as the Paul Stan a Paul Stanley impersonator, Gil Garcia. Has anyone from the Kiss Camp 
reached out to you and said, hey, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Any kind of thing like that? Any kind of negative uh, uh, response from the KISS camp? It's funny you bring that up because uh, I just got back from the uh, San Diego Comic-Con, which I worked. Um, And again, it's funny you say that because um, I probably shouldn't be telling the story, but I'm going to go ahead and just do it right here for you real quick. Um, He's on vacation right now. Paul is on vacation in Hawaii at this point. Yeah. Um, The head of uh, KISS's uh, law team called up the company that I was with and asked them why Paul was there. They had a, a couple of people call in saying that Paul Stanley was seen at the booth there in San Diego. And so they were, he was wondering why he was there, why he hadn't been informed. And they had to explain to him that it was me, that it wasn't actually Paul that was there. Um, and so it was, a, it was a, little bit of a little bit of a back and forth that went on between them. I personally think that it's harmless fun and you aren't saying you're Paul Stanley. Exactly. And you're right up front saying you're Gil Garcia. And I, and I really think it would be a bad move uh, in terms of publicity for Kiss to go after you, someone like you, who A, looks so much like Paul with, with and without the makeup that no one else can do what you're doing. And be at this point in time i mean come on they're an, they're they're an entity they're iconic at this point no one is is getting harmed out of you you know being a, a paul stanley impersonator there's many people who've done it marilyn monroe uh, uh batman johnny depp i mean if anything it's complimentary to paul that he's in that kind of stratosphere and, and that's another thing is, you know, that's why part of the reason I don't call myself uh, an impersonator. I prefer to use a, a, a Paul Stanley tribute artist. Right. Uh, so what I'm doing is I'm bringing an art form out and uh, and paying tribute to one of my musical heroes. Um, I, if, if they only knew that I put way more money into what I do rather than what I get in return. There is no mass marketing. There is no um, huge sales of what I do. So there is nothing, absolutely nothing coming out of their pockets. In fact, there's more money going into their pockets because of it. Well, I see it on Instagram. Like, for example, you will post a picture of yourself next to a picture of Paul Stanley, and you are wearing a leather jacket that resembles the one that Paul's wearing in the picture. You've got the head from head to toe, a certain era kiss with the makeup uh, outfit on that Paul's wearing as well. So, yeah, it's easy to see that you you are an uber kiss fan who happens to look like one of the guys in the band. And that's just really all there is to it. Um, that's fine. Yeah. If, if anything, in terms of the kiss army. You, you should be promoted in, I don't know what the top level, you know, I've heard on the, on the kiss cruise that, you know, depending on how many times you've attended the kiss cruise, you, you, you rise in, in the rank in the kiss army. So if anything, you should be given a, an immediate promotion for 
naturally looking like Paul and being an Uber Kiss fan. I, I like your way of thinking. I agree with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, there's another guy online uh, that I discovered at the same time that I found you out. Um, and he is the Gene Simmons version of your Paul Stanley, which is correct. Michael Simmons. Am I right? Is Simmons, correct. And the two of you have teamed up many times. And if you two are in a room unmasked together, sitting there, mm-hmm. there won't be one person in the room who will not think that's Paul and Gene. It's incredible how the two of you look alike, uh, look like Paul and Gene together. There's just no doubt in people's heads. Have there been times when you guys have been together and people just refuse to believe you are not Paul and Gene? Oh, sure. Um, we did an event a couple of years ago uh, to raise charity for um, uh, a cancer, a little cancer victim, and we were trying to raise money to pay for her bills. Um, we did an event together. We raised somewhere around 10000 to pay for her medical bills between all the entertainers that were there. Uh, we had a table set up. We were signing autographs. Um, the tables, the autographs were ours. We had a table that had our names on there. Didn't say anything about Kiss. Didn't say anything about Gene or Paul. And people were still coming up and, and you know, telling us that they saw us back at so-and-so place, at so-and-so year. Um, there was a pizza delivery guy that dropped off pizza for us, and he wanted the box autographed so he could hang it up in the restaurant. So, yeah, it happens, and it's 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 a lot of fun. Well, I mean, it's just it's it's phenomenal with you two. So, are you guys genuinely friends? I mean, obviously you work together, but I mean, it's it would be insane just the coincidence that you two guys are good friends. So are you guys working together and how did you meet? Are you, you know, naturally just friends? You know, what, what's the deal with you and Michael Simmons, the uh, Gene Simmons impersonator look alike? A lot of the work that we do is through Facebook. Um, and he actually saw me on there, got a hold of me and uh, we became fast friends. I mean, we have a lot of things in common. Um, so that was pretty easy. And, you know, just the fact that we have in common our faces um, just brought us even closer together. Um, as far as doing events and stuff together, it, that's very difficult to do. I live on the West Coast. He lives on the East Coast. So for us to actually get together and do stuff is pretty difficult unless we're able to get some kind of a sponsorship going. Um but otherwise, yeah, we're definitely friends first before anything else. Uh, just the fact that we look like who we're supposed to be looking like is coincidental. And, but it's, it's worked out really, really cool because uh, uh, when we do stuff together, I think uh, people really get a real kick out of seeing the faces together. I find it incredible that the two of you are very good friends. You call them your best friend. I mean, that is... I mean, it's 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 incredible. They you look like Paul. He looks like Gene. Like both of you, splitting images of the two people that you look like. And then you, to top it all off, you guys are really, really good friends. I, 
it's it's surreal. It kind of is. Um, and I guess the only problem is we're just a little bit shorter and, and a lot poorer. <laughs> right. Right. I think all of us are. I mean, first of all, I think the 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 requisite to be in the front stage of a KISS band member, full-fledged, is to be at least six feet tall. Um, and then, uh, and then of course you count the amount of albums and toys and trinkets they've sold. Yes, they are taller and richer than most of us. Pretty much. Now, um, you've got, I've also scanned through your Instagram over, you know, the last year or so. And I've noticed that, um, you met Peter Chris as well. Um, how was it meeting with Peter Chris? And also, He's someone who, in the past, in history, did have a real-life Peter Chris impersonator who was going around in a nefarious way, saying mm-hmm. that he was Peter Chris, and it wasn't it wasn't a cool situation for Peter. So, how was it meeting Peter, and what was his reaction? That's a funny one. That's a funny one to me because um, you know I'm just like anybody else. Uh, I'm a huge Peter fan, just as you know all the other members of Kiss. Um, but that one was funny because he was doing a, a signing at a convention, and everybody that was going up and ahead of me were all coming back and raving about it. He was so nice, and he was hugging us, and very talkative. And I was really looking forward to to meeting him myself. So I went up there, and he gave me the standard, you know. Thank you for coming. We took our picture, and that was it. He didn't get huggy with me. He did. He didn't um, point out anything about my look. Um, I really think I unnerved him a little bit. So that was pretty funny for me. But we got a great picture of them. It is a great picture. It looks like you guys were getting along like like real good friends. But if that's what you're telling me, that's too bad. And I would have to, I would have to believe that you did unnerve him because, you know, of all the acrimony between the the two camps, his camp Mm -hmm. and their camp. I get it. Right. But how is it meeting Evan Stanley, Paul's son? There's a photo of you with Evan. Evan, Evan was, Evan's pretty cool. Um, I haven't had the opportunity to really, do a whole lot of talking with him. Um, that one picture that you've seen, um, he was actually coming down the stairs on his way to somewhere else. And I stopped him real quick and we took a picture and my wife real quick, you know, jumped in there and said, Hey, Evan, does, does he look like your dad? And he kind of looked at me and goes, uh, yeah. And then he, <laughs> and then he said goodbye and he left. Uh, the second time, um, again, it was really quick. He was on his way out somewhere so we shook hands, and then uh, his my necklace caught his eye, and he was like, "Very nice necklace." Um, and and then that was, that was pretty much it. The necklace that I have is is almost identical to the one that his dad wears. So it's <laughs> okay. kind of where that came about, right? And then the other one I wanted to ask you about because I have some weird, um, not history, but I, I had a. It's it's a weird situation with uh, Shannon Tweed and yourself. There's a photo, the two of you. Now, my whole thing with Shannon is I had no idea she was on Twitter. 
And I don't know if you're familiar with the recent Twitter spat, Twitter back and forth, Twitter feud that her and Paul had. It was very public. Um, and she was kind of defending Jean and Paul was kind of kind of clearing the name of Kiss from whatever Jean had said. Anyways, unbeknownst to me, I had no idea that Shannon Tweed was on Twitter. All I did was I, ha- I said, hashtag Team Paul. And I will always be on Team Paul, meaning Paul Stanley. And I think I even um, I tagged him in the tweet. I didn't tag Shannon, but when I wanted to know the back and forth between Paul and Shannon, I noticed that I couldn't see her responses to Paul. Mm. And, and that's when I found out that she had blocked me. I had no Uh-oh. idea she was even on Twitter. But the only way she could have blocked me was if she went through the hashtag Team Paul and blocked everyone who had right. used that hashtag. That's the only thing. I had no idea she was on Twitter. I wasn't bothering her. I wasn't even calling out Gene. All I was doing was throwing my support toward Paul. Uh-huh. So I, 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 I found it funny when I saw that photo with you and her. How was her reaction when you met her? That's she's an interesting one. And um, and just like you said, um, that she was quick to block you and everything. She seems to be a little bit sensitive to things like that. Um, I've met her a couple of times. And uh, that one photo that you saw was in L.A. for the, uh, the book signing that Gene and Paul were doing. Um, I stopped her really quick to get the picture. Um, she's been very friendly as far as, you know, accommodating as far as taking a picture and, 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 and being friendly to you. So that she was, um, she didn't make any reference to the look or anything like that. Uh, she just simply took the picture and moved on. Um, but like, again, it's funny that you say that about her being sensitive to you and and blocking you because I had her as a Facebook friend as well. She sent me a friend request and I had her on there for a while. And there was a couple of times that I sent her a message um, and maybe something that I said in that message rubbed her the wrong way because she ended up uh, unfriending me at some, at some point. <laughs> but she sent you the friend request. Originally, yes. <laughs> That's interesting. Now, um, on Facebook, speaking of, you have your Gills Army. Now, is that a real thing? Um, I started referring to some of the, 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 you know, the people that are uh, my friends that are um, giving me accolades and stuff like that. I started referring to them as members of Gills Army. And then um, I had somebody call up and, and say, hey, you know, I, I put pages together and everything. Would you like me to make one for you? I said, sure. So it's basically a little tongue in cheek, I guess, page that I created for myself. Uh, I'll post pictures every so often. And if people are, if people want to join them, we're then welcome to join. Uh, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Cause I know Chris Kale from five finger death punch, the bass player, mm-hmm. he has his Kale's army. So his last name is in the font of kiss and the army, just like the kiss army. The Melvins have done it, so I just thought you were following that tradition where it makes sense because you do really look like Paul Stanley. So uh, now the latest thing, the latest update in Gil's army and, and Gil Garcia's world. 
mm-hmm. are these t-shirts, which really brought about this podcast and you and I kind of talking here today. I've been following you quietly for quite some time. Um, and obviously, like everyone else who's a big Kiss fan, for amusement, I find it hilarious that you do really, really, really look like Paul. So when you posted those photos of the T-shirt that you have, it's a picture of you as Paul Stanley from his solo album with the purple hue in the background. And Gil Garcia is in the Kiss font. It's an incredible shirt. And for me as an Uber Kiss fan, I've come to the point in my life where, you know, I don't need to wear a Kiss t-shirt to know that I'm a Kiss fan or to tell the world that I'm a Kiss fan. What gets me now are these kinds of items, the items that are off the beaten track, like your Gil Garcia t-shirt. I think it's amazing. Um, So are those, are those for sale or how, how can anybody who, you know, logs onto your Instagram account, sees this T-shirt that I'm talking about. How can they get one? Well, for right now, uh, until I'm able to streamline everything, because I just started this uh, and I've never done anything like this before. So there's plenty of bugs that need to be worked out. But basically for right now is you can, through Instagram, you send me a DM. Uh, through Facebook, send me a private message. And uh, and basically I'll put you on a list. And... Um, the shirt payments are done through uh, PayPal. Uh, I will put you on that list and I will order the shirt because they, they're not made until you actually order it. Ah. So, so once they get made, they'd be shipped to me. And then from there, I will ship them out individually to you. So it's a little bit more work, a little bit more involved. Um, but again, till I find a way to streamline this process, that's the way it's going to be for, for the moment. Well, I mean, it's great. It's a, it's a, it's a really good thing you've got going on, and it's all just because you were born this way. And uh, uh, you know, kind of thank God you're a Kiss fan, because it would really, really suck if you hated Kiss and people still come up to you every day going, "Hey, you look like that guy you can't stand." <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, Gil, thanks a lot for for doing this with me. I mean, uh, I, I'm I'm so glad that. We were able to talk about it, and any chance to get to talk about Kiss on, from any angle, I I will relish and and take advantage of. Um, I've said this jokingly in the past that my podcast uh, moonlights as a Kiss fan army podcast, and so it's great to have you on to talk about yet another angle of 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 Kissery and and the Kiss world and the Kiss army. Awesome. Thank you, Gil. Oh, thank you. Please.